Hello and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red podcast with me, Ian Doyle. Joining me today are not our full-time Liverpool reporter, both home and away, James Pearce. Where is he, Andy? He, well, he's where probably, we love it here, but where some of us might like to be at Ian Tree for Ladies' yeah. Day. Uh, it's, it's the stalwarts holding the fort today while the, the lads... It is, uh, yes, because uh, as you can probably guess from that, those dulcet tones, it's uh, our LFC editor, Andrew Kelly. Hello, Andy. Hi, Ian. And we've also got with us um, Echo reporter, Joe Rimmer. Hello, Joe. Hello, Ian. How are you doing, Joe? I'm good, thanks. That's yeah, excellent. Good, We're all A-OK and ready to go which is pretty much not like Liverpool's squad at the moment, because Andy, uh, I mean, I've just been down to Jurgen Klopp's press conference ahead of tomorrow's game against Stoke, and basically the message is, if you've got a pair of boots, get onto the game, you might be playing for Liverpool. This might be my chance, mind. Yes, it's, it might, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's the only uh, chance I might get. Yeah, it's not, it's not looking good. Um, obviously, the, the one that we thought after the game the other night had been cleared up fairly quickly, uh, Phil Coutinho, um, he obviously was substituted the other night, very controversial because it, it sort of cost Liverpool's momentum in the game. Um, but Klopp revealed afterwards that he'd been sick and, and needed to come off, but instantly said that at the end of the game, Coutinho said he'd been feeling better, but clearly um, whatever bug or whatever he's got has come back. Um, I think he said he wouldn't travel with the team tonight. Obviously, they're worried about it spreading among the rest of the players. And they'll give him a good, a good look at him tomorrow. But he'll travel down separately, so um, that's not great. On the back of that, confirmation that Mane's gone for the season. That's your top scorer out. Obviously, we feared that with the pictures of him in the knee brace the other day, and uh, and no Lallana and Henderson. So it's, it's not brilliant. It isn't. Uh, and Joe um, Jurgen Klopp also spoke about you know Daniel Sturridge is available, but he's only trained. I think it's two sessions this week. He was on the bench. Um, against Bournemouth didn't come on again that was slightly controversial but perhaps there was something in the fact that you know you know what Daniel Sturridge is like he's never you know it takes him a while to get back up to speed yeah, but Liverpool need him to, to get a wriggle on literally <laughs> yeah they do yeah I, I think it's very doubtful we'll see him start tomorrow I think if you do see him it'll be off the bench um, but yeah I mean Liverpool need people like him now to stand up and be counted because there's not much room for error in these final seven games. You know, you look at it and you think, even though Liverpool on paper have got the easier fixture list, we've found out time and again this season that these sort of games aren't the easier ones for Liverpool. They, they struggle. So, you know, Liverpool really can't afford to drop that many points. And if you lose tomorrow, it's a real concern. So Liverpool are going to need people like Daniel Sturridge, Divock Origi to carry on scoring and to really step up and be counted because it's going to be very, very tough. I mean, that, Andy, that, you were, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. I was just going to say that was the big problem with the Bournemouth result, wasn't it? What you needed there was three points. That gives you a little yeah. bit of slack in the rest of your fixtures where you can go to a Stoke, go to a West Brom, and if you have to settle for a point or even get beat, at least you've got those other three in the bank and you've kept that gap. The problem was Liverpool drew at home and Arsenal went and won away yeah. and Spurs went and won away. So straight away you're in. Uh, you're in. Was Arsenal at home? No, sorry, oh. they won at home. They oh, they won at home. Sorry, but yeah. but they well, they both got three points, I suppose, and 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 that's that's not a, that's not a great situation. I mean, obviously Liverpool have to finish in front of two clubs. Yeah. Uh, Manchester United looks likely that one they can obviously try and stay ahead of. Albeit if United won their games in hands, obviously they go level. I think. Yeah, they go level, but they get worse goal difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've got to try and stay ahead of Arsenal. And for all that Arsenal have become almost everybody's amusement tool, haven't they, with Arsenal TV, Wenger, planes, everything else, they still go and generally beat the bad sides, don't they? They, they accumulate points, and I never want to 
get too blasé about a Wenger team not finishing in the top four. Uh, you never well, write a Wenger team off. They well, just they always seem to do it. Well, that's it. That, that that would be typical Wenger. You know, get the team into the top four and then put two fingers and say I'm off now. See ya. Well, well actually, it, I think he'd put two fingers and say I'm staying. On. <laughs> 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 that's sort of what I was yeah. pondering there. Yeah. Um, well, that's true. But uh, yeah, you know. We mentioned then the injuries. Obviously, Jordan Henderson and, and Adam Lallana, they're both, they haven't even started proper training yet. I mean, was Adam Lallana, I think he's got another two or three three weeks, possibly, isn't it? You know, I remember you, they said, you mentioned six games, wasn't it? Or that he could miss, and that's three. Well, this will be three, won't it? Possibly. If, if the four weeks was right, he would be coming back just before the first game in, the, the first game in May, uh, which gets me which one it is, but it would be uh, that would have been six games. And uh, obviously, him and Henderson travelled to America for. What was meant to be a change of scenery. I'd say I'm not totally convinced by that explanation. It wouldn't surprise me if the certain doctors are, are um, potentially having opinions sought over there, but uh, we don't know that for sure. So um, I think, you know, Liverpool are, you know, stretched as a squad. And when you look at the options for Jurgen Klopp to replace Coutinho, um, you, know, you, can't, you can't really replace Coutinho as a player, can you? Yeah, well, it's difficult to replace him as a player, but you know, it's, you're looking at someone. You know, the Mane's the one that they can't replace because yeah. they literally don't have anybody who can win basically. Yeah, Well, that's what Klopp indeed said that after the derby, didn't he? Said he was asked, you know, had you learned anything about uh, in January of, of how you can cope without Mane, and he said, yeah, we can't. We, we, we can't cope without his speed and that pace which stretches the game and gives everybody else space to work in behind is is irreplaceable we know the modern game is massively dependent on pace so um, what what do Liverpool do obviously they've got Rigi through the middle who's scored you know two and two and tends to be a bit of a streak striker that's reasonable Firmino I thought looked a bit leggy the other night but you said that, but I think one of the news for the newspapers gave him eight out of ten and gave him man of the match. You think you gave him a five, didn't you? I, th- I think I gave him a six. I gave him I five at half time, five. five at half time, and six at full time. Are you I sure? think. Are you I, absolutely I'm not sure? absolutely sure, if I'm honest. <laughs> here. But, um, but the point is, he did, well, they were wrong, obviously. I mean, clearly wrong. <laughs> no, no Liverpool player deserved an eight the other night, and certainly not for me, no. Um, so, you know, clearly um, they were wrong. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Firmino has had to play. So he didn't come off the other night, did he? The only no, he's only the so he's yeah. played two full games after coming back from Brazil. Klopp even spoke in the derby about how he'd wanted to bring off Firmino, but he couldn't because of Mane's injury, etc. And then he, he plays him for a full um, ninety minutes the other night, presumably because um, you know he felt like you know he, he wanted to. He, he saw it as such an important game that he couldn't risk. You know, even sending on someone like Sturridge, say for the last ten minutes, which would have been an option. I don't think with Sturridge you get the work from the front, do you? That exactly. I think Firmino puts in, especially when you're defending a lead. Yeah, absolutely. So that so there's the there's the dilemma for Klopp. He's sort of twisted a little bit with with Firmino. Got ninety minutes out of him in both games. No, he really needs Firmino. A big performance against Stoke from him because you know if you look at the goal scorers in the team, obviously Origi I think went into double figures the other night, which is. Incredible when you feel what sort of a season he's had. Okay, ten goals isn't massive, but you know um, he's into double figures. And um, but you've lost Mane's thirteen goals, Coutinho's nine, haven't you? Lana's got a third year um, as well. Lana six or seven, I think. So um, we need goal scorers, and Firmino, uh, 
you know, we need him to contribute in, in a goal-scoring sense. And uh, that is going to be a big game for him still, given he's, uh, as I say, I, I thought the trip just seemed to have caught up with him the other night. I mean, Andy mentions then about Liverpool needing goals, but we've just mentioned him before. The best striker at the club, arguably, is Daniel Sturridge. I mean, do you see him start? I know you I think you don't see him playing the 90 minutes, but... It's no good being the best striker at the club if you never fit. And, and I think, to me... The man you need to rely on now is, is Origi. He's got 10 goals. It's the same amount of goals as he scored last season. And it's funny because you probably consider last season a better season for him. But Origi is very streaky. He scored 5-5 five five earlier this season, 2-2 two two in the game's just gone. And you need him now to be on one of those good streaks and carry on that goal-scoring form. Because he's got everything and we talk about pace. We talk about replacing Manny. He's got pace. He just sometimes doesn't seem to know how to use it. And You want him running, running the, the, the line, stretching the the Stoke defence tomorrow, giving Liverpool an outlet to look for. And if they're going to go long, they can play it long to him. He's strong. He's got he's got everything, Origi. We just need to see him more consistently. Definitely. He tried to run the channels the other night and, and did did so reasonably. But when he when he tried, he doesn't quite know what to do when he gets there, well, does he? I, I mean, from the only, only saw the highlights. It looked like he was holding the ball up quite well, which is unusual for a... Liverpool, it was a know, good flick striker. for the, uh, the first goal as well, yeah. wasn't it? You want to well, see him doing that? We spoke to, in, in Aldo's column um, after the derby. He mentioned that he felt they'd been working on him holding the ball up, uh, mm. which, which you know, obviously, learning to play the position is what you still feel a little bit about. Yeah, yeah. He's got all the natural ability, but just needs to learn to harness that all into playing centre-forward and you feel a little bit no, more know-how um, will, will help him. But um, So you need... He scored five and five before Christmas, didn't he? Yeah, so he did, yeah. he's now two and two. But if you look when we really needed him from sort of January onwards, he hasn't hasn't been injured as far as I can remember, uh, Rigi. Um the only goals he scored until the derby and then against Bournemouth on Wednesday night, he scored the scored consolation against Wolves. Yeah. That was the only goal he'd scored. And that was a sign of A, obviously his game time's been limited because Klopp hasn't felt like he can yeah. trust him because he wasn't having an impact when he when he brought him on. So um, so we hope this streak continues for him, and then what Klopp has to do is find someone to play alongside Origi and, and, and Firmino if he if he intends to stay four three three. As well. we'll come back to that in a minute because I know you've got very strong views on this, Andrew. I mean, who, who can you see coming in then? Because we have to assume Coutinho's not going to play. There's no Lallana. I mean, there will be Lucas, who, funnily enough, we'll mention him as well. Actually, we'll actually we'll mention Lucas now. That the start of the season, he's the player. Oh, he could be on his way, and then exactly the same thing happens again, where he gets kept, does yeah. a job. Klopp wanted to stay, perhaps could have gone in January, but he ends up skipping the side, scoring against Plymouth, you know, this, that and the other. He and chose that, to stay in January. Exactly, that's right, yeah. Mm. And now he's playing back in his position, you know, because he played most of the season when he's played at centre-back, certainly in the League Cup. He's now playing back in his position and, you know, at the Everton game he was very good. I believe he was quite good again. He was Bournemouth. okay. It wasn't really his but it's game. Not, it's not but, that yeah. kind of game. But no, the, exactly. the, the point is, is that it's going to be his kind of game tomorrow at Stoke. Mm-hmm. They'll need people like him to go and scrapping it because if there's something that perhaps Liverpool don't have a lot of, it's a leaders and b people willing to to tough it out. I mean, I know they did against Everton in the face of quite a lot of you know rough tackling. Emre Chan in, in particular, he kind of stepped up to the plate a little bit. I thought people bleating about tackles and derbies was embarrassing, to be honest. Yeah, do, I, I do, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a derby, yeah, there was a couple of bad challenges. but um, Who was bleating then? Who was bleating? We'll, we'll, we'll call you on well, this one. Okay, well, Ginny Wijnaldum was bleating, thought, thought that some of the... Um, Thought some of uh, there should be more than one red card. I think it was his quote on Sky Sports News for forever, and that felt like a bit of bleating to me. Just get on with it, man. 
Um, <laughs> seriously. No, I, think, I think Andy's right, because I think it annoyed me that everyone talking about Barkley, people said it was a disgusting tackle. If you watch it back, I'm 99% sure Barkley doesn't mean to go over the top. He simply takes a touch too far, and as he brings his foot down, Lovren actually gets in and puts his foot underneath Barkley. The thing about just... that, though, is that Barkley, if, if that's taken in isolation, that's fine. But he'd already done a bad game, and he'd already done one. You should know, have had two yellows against against Henderson in, 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 the, last, in the last one. Having you know watched a fair amount of Everton, that genuinely is not. You know, people often say oh, he's not that type of player. Yeah. That's not his kind of game. That isn't. But he he's just a local doesn't, lad. He just doesn't do that. And, and you you applaud you applauded Stephen Gerrard early in his career when he was trying to make an impact in derbies, and he went over the top at times. There's not there's nothing wrong. You know, well, there's everything wrong with with going over the top. But I think you expect players to show that desire and in a derby those things happen you get up with it you win the game of football which Liverpool did and you just get on with it yeah, can exactly. they expect something like that at Stoke then or are we doing Stoke a little bit of a disservice because well, I think I thought Stoke at the start of the season they changed their style somewhat they had you know other players coming in they were playing a different way but they seem to have certainly in the last two or three or four months gone back more to not, not Tony Pulis Stoke well, but, but, yeah, but Stoke Stoke I mean we haven't I haven't seen a huge amount of them but I will say uh, um I ran into Andy Hunter uh, from the Guardian, who'd done the Stoke game mm. um, uh, against yes, Burnley. Burnley. Lost, yeah, yes. I was chatting to him about it yesterday, and uh, he was saying it was like uh, people talk about this new Stoke that Mark Hughes has created. Um, he said obviously they got rid of Bojan, I think, in January, didn't they? Mm. And um, he said it was it was basically Charlie Adams sending diagonal balls to Peter <laughs> Crouch, and he said uh, you know he said they were absolutely awful. Uh, now, of course, you know you're. You never, everyone will be not wanting to tempt fate and assume that Stoke will have a game plan against Liverpool. Well, we know what yeah. it's going to be, and we, you would expect it'd yeah. be it'd be that type of a game. Get as many balls into the box as possible. We'll have to be careful about giving free kicks away or in throw-ins. and around the box. Throw-ins, yeah. the box throw-ins as, well. as well, and we've never we haven't been good at, at defending them. Strangely, um, uh, we did a piece uh, in the Echo this week about the defensive set piece frailties, and it was actually at Anfield where they've let. Most of the, the, the set piece goals in on the road, they've actually been relatively um, solid against that, set pieces. Is that something to do then with the teams when they're playing at home? There's more of an onus on them to attack or play a certain brand of football. Because if you're, if you're I, don't, I don't want to pick on Stoke, but let's just say Stoke, for example, play a long ball or you know, every single home game, every game. Their fans in the end will just go. Yeah, I don't yeah. fancy turning up for this yeah. because teams do play differently at home than away from home. Oh, certainly. So, and they'll probably rely more on set pieces or yeah. having to make the most of those set pieces when they come to Anfield. Yeah. Could be something mm. in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, would you expect that then from Stoke? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're a Stoke, you always want to do what your opponent wants least. Now, Liverpool would want to go to Stoke and play a relatively open, attractive game against them, and. If you're a Mark Hughes, you're thinking that's not really what I want to. I want to get this messed up. I want to be, you know, progressing up the pitch, throw-ins down the line, just um, to stop-start games and, and make the most of one or two set pieces. That's what you'd want to do. Liverpool will want to have a different type of game uh, than that. I mean, I uh, I missed the Stoke game at Anfield, but the um, obviously Liverpool went behind in that and could have gone 2-0 two, two two yeah. behind. I, mean, great t- I, mean, I remember after that, sorry to interrupt you here, but Mark Hughes spoke after the game saying, I thought we played quite well and we'd caught them out and this, that and the other. I mean, they got beat 4-1 in the end, but had that second one gone in, it would have been a totally different game. And I know you can always say this kind of thing, yeah. but for that first 30, 35 minutes, Stoke were... Had done a number on Liverpool, hadn't they? And and it it wasn't through uh, from I watched this game on telly, so but I, from memory, it doesn't feel like it was a, some sort of long ball no. barrage. They played no. good football, didn't they? Mm. And 
Um, Joe Allen almost got a second, didn't he? And uh, it was a it was a decent performance. So whether we Joe, uh, we Joe, whether whether they want to go down that road again, I don't know. But I just think um, when Stoke um, are in trouble and they're not they're not on a good run, are they? Was no. two, two wins in ten? Two wins in ten, and they've lost the last three now. Lost the last three. I have. There's probably one side they quite like coming to help them get out of it, and it's probably Liverpool because. <laughs> Because you can have okay uh, someone from down the bottom coming into town. Well, then I think they they go into that game with expectation and pressure and their own crowds on top of them to try and get a result. Against Liverpool, they know that they're going in as underdogs. That means they can get the crowd right behind them, go and just fight for everything, knock Liverpool out of their stride. You can imagine the team talk that Hughes will give. Um, you've got players in that team who will just be keen to, to get stuck into Liverpool and... Um, and, and fair play, and I've not, I've got no problem with that. What I, you know, I just want to see a Liverpool team that wants to go, and if they want to go toe to toe with us, well, we've got, you know, I want to have a Liverpool team that has players that say, yeah, we'll go toe to toe with you then. Now, Joe, your namesake, Joe Allen, yes, was certainly we first have. name, first namesake. You just mentioned him then. Now, obviously, he left in the mm-hmm. summer, and it was it was something that both he and Klopp agreed to. I think Klopp had said that he couldn't guarantee many first team football. But given the way that the season's gone at Liverpool and the injuries and the availability in central midfield, if you're Joe Allen now, would you think would you be thinking, No, oh, I wish I'd stayed now? Well, we don't know what he's thinking, but I think a lot no, of I'm saying times, if you're Joe Allen. Well, if I'm Joe Allen, yeah, pro- probably, yeah, because I think he would have got in the team and I think Joe Allen he was a good he did well last season, didn't he? Towards the end of the season he came in quite a bit, uh, scored a few goals, played the more advanced position than we'd see them play under Rodgers. And he's he's carried on playing in that position for Stoke, hasn't he? I think um Klopp was talking about, wasn't he, saying that you can't, he couldn't foresee all these injuries coming. You can't just have players, you know, just in case because quite often they won't be used. But and that's what happened with Alan. But you think he probably would have got a decent amount of football towards the end of the season. I have to say, since the minute we sold Joe Allen, I haven't missed him for a single second. And, <laughs> and I, I wasn't one of those people who, you know, really crit- criticised Joe Twitter. Allen yeah. or any of those things. He always wanted him to do well when he was here. But I just genuinely think he's just a notch below what I want Liverpool players to be in terms of quality. And I think... Um, but if you, you were know, him, were you wishing that you'd stayed? Uh, no, because I think he's gone to be an important player at Stoke, hasn't he? Well, don't you he think he would have got quite a bit of football? He'd be playing tomorrow. No, he would be, be playing yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, but, the, but, but he wouldn't have played mostly. He, he would have been sat in behind Henderson, Wijnaldum uh, and Chan. But think um, of how many games Henderson, and Henderson, Wijnaldum and Chan have missed between them this season. And Lallana. They've all missed a hell of a lot of games. Well, they have, but I, I, for me, I, I, I'm convinced that Klopp was of the opinion that we've got better players than Joe Allen. I know Joe Allen had a good summer in the Euros and everything else, but you know, take international football with a pinch of salt, really. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, Joe Allen could well, you know, he'll have a Stoker like a Liverpool old boy side, aren't they? Um, <laughs> what was it, Crouch? Adam, Crouch, Adam, Adam uh, Johnson, Glenn Johnson, and of course the King of the Corners, Charlie Adam as well. I just mentioned it. Just mentioned it. So I just wanted to get the King yeah. of the Corners in there. Um, yeah. So um, the, a lot of all those players will have, if they if they play, will have something to prove uh, to Liverpool uh, tomorrow. Particularly Alan, because he's probably the, the most recent to have moved, isn't he? Now you just mentioned then about Liverpool having had a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Now there was a stat that was knocking around this week about Liverpool's first choice 11 from the amount of games played this season he's played most at right back he's made most yeah. in all of those positions and this team is probably doesn't surprise you it's Mignolet, Klein Lovren, Matip, Milner at the back yeah. in the midfield is Henderson Chan and Wijnaldum 
And then across the front is Mane, Firmino and Alana, because obviously Coutinho's been injured. Yeah. So that team, how many games did they play together this season? That The team that I just the mentioned there. Just how many? I yeah. guess two. Two. Um, five. The answer's none. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, obviously, Coutinho will be in everybody's yeah. first choice team, but that kind of underlines the fact that whether it's been, you know, Klopp's changed the goalkeeper around. In fact, the fullbacks are the only positions, perhaps yeah. you could argue, that they've stayed rock, the same. Rock solid. And uh, it's not sort of surprising and, that and you because, have two, the type of players that they are. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the fact that they haven't really had any alternative in those positions either yeah. because but, he obviously doesn't fancy Moreno we've, no him uh, but you look Milner and Klein both rock solid reliable types yeah. you know two who who would always try and get themselves on the pitch there's been a few people starting to think you know you want your centre halves to be forever classy and everything else you want them to be, you want them to be a bit snarly and tough don't you that's and a centre half and available and, available, yeah. and there's been a few people starting to suggest that you know Matip had his bad back the other day um and, um, I don't think I know and, what you're going to say. I don't think my team would be that much of a problem if it wasn't for Lovren, because well, even I know you've got to mention Sacco as well, him again. But he was also he got the yeah, same the, injury. The, he got injured all the time as well. The yeah. two centre halves are well too injury prone. I, I I think Liverpool are in a bit of a catch twenty two situation this season because you talk about players like Allen, you, you don't think he was good enough for Liverpool, and, and neither do I. If you want to kick on to the next level, so you, you don't want to keep those sort of players, but you can't attract the better quality of player unless you're playing in the Champions League, to be in the squad. Yeah. Otherwise, they haven't got as good a squad, and they've got to try and get in the Champions League with a lesser squad, and then improve. And yeah. Liverpool have been absolutely ravaged by injuries. Mm. I, I, I would be surprised if any other team competing for the top four has had such bad injuries. I think Arsenal have had a fair few injuries, to be fair but, to them. And United t- now have got some, yeah, but they're United's all in the same position. Certain... But, they, but then they've spent... Billions of pounds, haven't they? And they've got better squads, haven't they? Spurs have lost... Kane, yeah. Wanyama, and Winks mm. in the last few weeks, haven't yeah. they? Um, but by, by and large, before that, they did. They, Kane, I think, was injury free right up until that that moment. Whereas Liverpool have had Coutinho out. As soon as he came back, Mane went. As soon as he, he and some people will suggest that that's that's that, not co- that's not coincidence. They'll they'll there'll be all sorts of ah, well, this, doctors yeah, and all that. Well, that's down. true. But then you look at the injuries. You know, Henderson isn't really one of those injuries. You know. Um, Lamb's probably the only one that you could say is yeah. to do with intensity. The, the, the others yeah, aren't really. Yeah, they're not really muscle injuries, no. are they? Coutinho's was ankle ligaments, which is just a turn of the ankle. Well, he got stood on it. Oh, yeah. he hit someone's leg. Man, was a tackle. Was a tackle, tackle. And you can see yeah. his, his, his leg going beneath him. So, not them, but like, they're not like sort of little muscle injuries, are they? No, I, I don't agree with the theory, no, but uh, no. it's worth recognising that will be propagated out there. I mean, we've mentioned we mentioned Origi. We're going to mention, now you mentioned the centre-backs. Uh, Ragnar Klavan, he's somebody who perhaps hasn't been injured. All season, and he's somebody. He's come in. He's 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 been okay, but he kind of got found out a little bit against. But it's funny because he tends to perform very much like Liverpool against the better teams. He yeah. plays well against them. I think because there's a certain structure to how most really good teams play, and yeah. he can he knows where players will t- pop up in because he's a good reader and experienced player. He knows where good teams will want to play, and he can adapt to that. Um, relatively poorish teams are much more random. For me, in terms of how they, if you look at that equaliser, it was just a shot, a shot from a stupid position, really, yeah, from yeah. from Archer, wasn't it? Yeah. And and then you know they've just got men into the box and it falls to his feet. Uh, and then Clavan is really poor on the turn, isn't he? You know he's he got loses to the, sight of the ball. Where is he, he looking? He, he, he still looking? hasn't yeah. seen when he's had the shot. 
Clavan's still looking around, going, <laughs> where's the ball? Yeah, <laughs> that's a lack of concentration. I'm sure it was all playing five-a-side with people who were, who were like that. But, but then that, that's the funny thing, is you, you play five-a-side, and you have people not naming no names, Ian Doyle, because <laughs> they're not quite as good, no offence, as some of the better players. You can't read them. And they're, they're a bit, you know, you, yeah. you sort of think, oh, they're going to go on this this foot and you go diving in. And is there another footballer, a five-a-side player called Ian Doyle that you know? Because this isn't describing it at all, <laughs> no, is it really? No, no, no but that is, it is that random nature of some of yeah, the less mean, the good yeah. players in the team. And I think that's why Clavan struggled. Klopp spent most of the first half shouting at Clavan the other night. Was he no, doing a Mourinho with Luke Shaw? Not, not, <laughs> not quite. Was it, was it no, his cause... body and Klopp's brain? <laughs> well, it was, <laughs> I mean, he, he was frustrated, it appeared, by some of his distribution. Um, he gave away some balls, um, I think it was six misplaced passes within his own half, um, when I checked the stats later, um, and also his positioning a little bit. So um, there was Klopp's, you know, it was, it was interesting that when Coutinho came off, and obviously he had to come off with the illness, and Klopp said he didn't have 20 options, but... You know, pretty far down, most people in the ground's options would have been to bring Matip on to go three at the back. Mm. And it, that was clear that he wanted to you know, try and grind out a result. And we don't have to be the sparkling, attractive football and create 15 chances a game, Liverpool. Let's just grind out three points and go tough at the back. And of course, that, uh, our defence, however many you put in, it just doesn't seem to be good at all. Do you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think with the defence, the, the big issue is the injuries and the, the inconsistency of who partners who. You know, I think... If if Massive and Lovren can stay fit, they're a fairly decent partnership. My big problem with Lovren is he just doesn't stay fit, and I just don't think you can rely on a centre half who who misses ten games a season. You've got to have a balance. You know, you look at any of the past defences in the last twenty twenty years of Liverpool, Carragher and Hippier, Hippier and Honcho, they were consistent. They played a lot of games together. They knew each other. They knew each other's strengths, their weaknesses. One led, one followed. It works. With Matip and Lovren, they just don't play enough games together and they will never be consistent until they do. So who, so who are we going to... The big change for Saturday is going to be who plays instead. Well, I'm just, I'm just leading up to this saying this is your big moment yes. because I think I know what you are going to say. First of all, before before Andy, Andy speaks, because we know what he's going to say. No, no, in we don't. Terms of, in terms, I think he's going to say play Trent up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and left back and right back. And generally and not. And generally not. Uh, anyone have in Moreno left mid? No, not that. Only in, only in Doyle this 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 year has propagated that theory. Get back um, in the box. Get back in the box. No. I think and, that one's probably gone to. And I'm not fair. having them at left back either, by the way. Um, so just well, don't you, want to. You don't so, think Milner could get pushed on? Yeah, I do. But here's 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 what I'd do. I'd put um, I'd Trent. push Wijnaldum forward, right. and I'd, I'd I'd play Wijnaldum with Origi and uh, and Firmino in the front three. Where would you and, put him? Sorry. Uh, on, the left. on the left, yeah, yeah. with Origi central and Firmino mm. on the right. Um, I'd push uh, James Milner into midfield, and then you're looking for a left back. Um, so Klein comes across, <laughs> and uh, Trent plays right back. <laughs> there he is. There he is. He had to get in there somewhere, didn't he? Yeah, I mean that's that's to try and get. I think that's Wijnaldum's basically got just goals in him, but move everybody, not away from home. So basically, he, move everybody around just to get Trent in in his favourite position is basically no, what you've. Just we done. have to find someone who's got goals in them, albeit Wijnaldum doesn't tend to score away from home at all. Um, but you know that must be a statistical freak. He can score goals, can't he? We know that. Um, but do you play differently at home? I think the, the other options, you bring Ben Woodburn in and play him just simply in Coutinho's That's position. Klopp's shown that he doesn't quite want to throw Woodburn into that sort of situation, especially mm. away from home. 
So, um, so where else? Where else are you going? He could go two up front. Go. Uh, he could start with Sturridge. He could start with Sturridge and then bring one of the youngsters on for him after an hour. But, just don't but, see it. Just not Joe, within his makeup. No. Not within his makeup. Well, just, is it, is it is within his he, makeup to come on? Stuff. To be fair, he has he done it quite a few times. He wouldn't play him for thirty minutes the other night. He wouldn't play him for no. thirty minutes in but three days. Do, that he's not to do with the, that was to do with the game, though, wasn't it? Rather than anything else. Plus, he's had another half a week training, which. Really, can't see can't see just him. can't see that. Can you see him coming on? Then? Yeah, I can see him coming on. Right, for 15, so he's going to play minutes. some point, isn't he? Yeah. He's going to play some point. I think he'll play some part. So yeah. that still doesn't answer the question. I know you've said you're. That, I mean, I appreciate the, the what I was suggesting there means you're changing about four positions. That's when really probably not going to happen, is it? But well, in more in a more realistic world, would you bring Trent and put him on the right wing? Well, I. I, I Said, I said this before the derby. Trent. I wanted him to play there before the derby. When he came on in the derby, when Manny got injured, he obviously played massively mm. far forward. Mm. Was in the box two or three times, almost scored. You, you were nearly out the box, and I was yeah, nearly out, out the, the box. Three. So um, yeah, he, he, he could easily do that. And you play Firmino left, Rigi through the middle, and Trent on the right. Watched him loads for the 18s, playing in that right hand position of off the front. Um, his crossing was always a massive factor when he played in that position. He 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 worked the line, get some good balls in. So. Perfectly capable of playing there, but when Klopp spoke about Trent coming on the other day, he was suggesting that it was okay when he was on his side because he could be shouting at him, helping him positional wise. And I think he's a little bit nervous about throwing him on, um, you know, from the start in a game uh, yeah. away at Stoke. So, so if they're not going to move everyone around, what would you do? Because there's still one player missing. And you've said you're not going to start with Sturridge. I'm not going to start with Sturridge. I'm not going to start with Woodburn. I think, as I say, I would put Pushwine Alden forward, but if he doesn't want to do that because it means too many changes further back, then go with Trent on the right of the front three. Yep. What What would I do, or what do I think Klopp's going to do? What, what, what would you do? I would do. Oh, I can't. I hate myself for saying this. Oh. Um, I'd play Moreno at left back, and I'd move uh, Milner into midfield, and I'd move Wine Alden to the left of the front three. I just, to be fair, I, I you know, I, I'm not quite. Number one in the Trent fan club, like like Andy is, but I do rate him, and I think He's number I, one, two, if, three, four, five, and if, six. If Liverpool were playing at home, I would I would probably move things around to play him. I'm a little bit cautious of playing away at Stoke with um, with a, a young lad like that. But yeah, I would I would probably play Moreno, bring him in for a bit of balance on the left, if not a bit of madness, and then push Melder into midfield and push Wijnaldum further forward but I've got a feeling I don't think Klopp's going to do that because I don't think he wants Moreno anywhere near left <laughs> so I'd, the pitch. I'd, I'd be really really intrigued tomorrow to find out what he's going to do because I, yeah I just don't see him doing that I think I'm with Andy having just absolutely sat in and slaughtered him for his Trent loving I think he'll play think Trent he, and I think he'll play him I think he's right. more likely yeah. to play Trent than yeah. play Moreno I think it's the way <laughs> says a lot I think Moreno. it's the way that you have to make fewer changes behind if yeah, you do that yeah, and maybe yeah. that might be but what, what, are there actually any other options that he could do Gruwich was on the bench we haven't seen him for ages but I just don't not, think he's, he's played not. enough 23 football or, or does he change the system completely and go for something like 4-1-4-1 something like that then he can he could can or, or you can throw just Firmino and Origi and play 4-4-2 um, but then who do you play, play? Still you play you still find an extra player then, yeah. then it's more likely to be someone like Moreno because then there's extra protection for where he is. I just don't see Milner hasn't played a single game in midfield this season, has he? So I don't see him. I almost think Milner's days as a midfielder for Liverpool are over. I don't see him moving him, moving him now into midfield with the it's, season almost out. I think his, his ultimate uh, preferred situation would be Coutinho, get out of that toilet. Yeah. <laughs> get in here and get the shirt yeah, off. Yeah, on, yeah. That, on that bombshell, we will end shortly. Just final thing predictions. 
would a draw be a good result at Stoke? It w- I'll say it would have been a good result had they beaten Bournemouth. Now I think, given the momentum and all that kind of stuff, I think they probably need to win. Although, uh, although not not winning wouldn't be terminal right by any no, stretch of the imagination. I think anything you get, you'd have to accept. Um, a defeat would be pretty hard to take, but perfectly possible down there. Um, but I hope Liverpool go for it and remember that even with injuries, they've got they've got players who can go mm. and beat Stoke. Joe, and what I would say is that a win I think would be massive. I think if they won, it would give Liverpool real confidence that they'll go and finish in the top four. If they lose, it could do the opposite. Um, going away to West Brom is very difficult, so a win could be huge. So basically, Philip Coutinho, get out the toilet. That's Absolutely. basically what we're saying. That's our message. Right. Yes. Come on, Phil. 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cheerio, join us next week where we'll look back at the Stoke game and whether Coutinho did actually get out the bog. See ya.